Don't worry. Be peppy. Don't worry, be peppy now. Wow, hello there, and welcome to episode two of the Big Peppy podcast. I'm your host, Big Pep E. Today, we're gonna find out can an octopus and a chinchilla become best friends? Alright, that's enough of that. Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Pappy Podcast. I've genuinely been thrilled with everyone's feedback and positive comments about the podcast, about the website. And you always want to gauge interest before you jump headfirst into something. But based on the feedback from you guys, doing a second episode of the podcast was kind of a no-brainer. I've got some really exciting things happening behind the scenes, both for the podcast and the website, and I've got some really good ideas for both as well. And the long-term success of these things is, is really driven by the interaction from you guys. So if you do like the website, you like the podcast, download the podcast, tell your friends about it, would really appreciate that. That helps me a lot. And if you don't like those things, let's get into today's podcast. So I don't know why, but I had this dream that the Big Pappy podcast was a terrible morning radio show. And I think you know the kind that I'm talking about. The ones that are like, hey, it's Big Pappy in the morning on 104.3 The Pap. I'm your host, Big Pappy. Don't touch that dial. And you know they make all the stupid sound effects and stuff. (laughs) And now I want that to be an actual thing. I really want my own terrible morning radio show. I I think that would be the best thing I could contribute to society. It's just playing a bunch of fart sound effects while using an annoyingly high-energy 90s voice. I feel like I need to explore literally every single platform I possibly can. Let's play channels on YouTube, morning radio, switch it up a bit and give some fireside chats, be on one of those black and white infomercials that show up at 3 in the morning. Oh, maybe I'll run some political ads. It's 2020, so it shouldn't be that competitive. Like, I won't have an actual platform or anything, but I can at least run a commercial that's like, Hey, my name's Brian. I don't need you to vote for me or anything. It'd just be cool if you could download my podcast. Thanks. Man, I've really got this life thing down. And speaking of life, nice segue, Brian. I got to visit my family over the weekend, which was wonderful. I currently live in Texas, they're in Kansas, and we only get to see each other a handful of times during the year. So more and more, I really do treasure the times that I do get to see them. So we got to go to the zoo, and we had an awesome experience. Because of the social distancing laws, that means there was significantly less children there. And despite those laws, they still found a way to bump into me. But I digress. We got to see their new elephant exhibit, we got to see some big kitties, And we got to see two tortoises do something that would scar children for life. But aside from going to the zoo, we mostly stayed inside. And of course, for any holiday weekend that you spend with your mom, you are going to be very well fed. And this week was no exception. So I always love holiday weekends because I can eat whatever I want, I eat whatever is put in front of me, and I don't worry about it. Now, unfortunately, the aftermath, not the funnest thing in the world. For those that are a little bit more familiar with my daily routines, some of my friends and coworkers have seen that I eat raw kale for breakfast every single day. And I have for about the last four or five years. 
and I'm just passionate about my own health. I really want to be as healthy as possible while still enjoying life. But the healthier you get, the worse you feel after you eat something you probably shouldn't have. So, of course, we had our hamburgers and our hot dogs on the 4th. But my mom also had a french fry bar where you make your own french fries with chili and, and cheese sauce. And there was spinach artichoke dip. There were chips. We had popcorn. We had cookies. And, and she made the best dessert I've had in my entire life. It was this ice cream cake with an Oreo crust, caramel sauce, chocolate sauce, and like nine other of the most delicious things you could think of just just smushed together in this beautiful amalgamation of sugar. And I miss it already. But we had all of this different stuff, and of course I ate all of it, and we drank quite a bit. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. My mom made specialty drinks on top of all of that. Because she's your stereotypical sitcom mom that just puts the entire world on her shoulders and wants her children to be as happy as possible. Just from her own maternal instincts. But point being, by the end of the weekend, my body was like, Dude, what did you do? This isn't okay. Like we agreed three years ago, no more chocolate caramel Oreo ice cream cake. And then I sadly nod to my body and say, I know. I did eat like three carrots and two celery sticks during that time, so I think it mostly evened out. But good God, I am still reeling from the poor decisions I made over the weekend. So it's back to my exciting life of kale, chicken, and water. But I will say I immensely enjoyed myself. And I feel like the only way that I can maintain a somewhat healthy diet is if I do grant myself some leeway. Like, I, I'm not giving up my mom's Christmas cookies, okay? So pretty much during any holiday where I'm with my family, I'll, I'll give myself an eat-whatever-you-want card. And in addition to eating whatever you want, one of the other cool things about coming home is reliving a lot of your childhood memories. Like, I totally forgot that I played Oliver Twist in high school. Yeah, I played Oliver Twist as a 16-year-old. And it honestly was a pretty good fit because I hadn't gone through my growth spurt yet. I was basically incapable of growing facial hair, and that hasn't really changed. And boy, I'll tell you, I had the best orphan cough this side of the Mississippi. I want to see if I can still do it. Yes! Still got it. So I got to relive a bunch of shows that I was in. We got to see a ton of pictures from past holidays. And of course, your parents will always bring up fond memories whenever they get the opportunity. But because I'm a millennial, I think what I enjoy the most of anything on a holiday vacation is just staring at my phone the entirety of the trip and never making direct eye contact with my parents. I mean, like, if they have something to say to me, just TikTok it to me. It's not that hard. And I get it. They're old. Like, I, I don't mean to complain on a platform that I'm sharing with all of my friends, but old people just drive me crazy. And I get it. They can't help being old. They were born that way. But that is no excuse to not know what the acronym TIL stands for. Okay, to clarify real quick for those of you that don't know me that well, I'm completely joking. I adore my family. We're extremely close. And we always love giving each other a, a good ribbing. Now watch, in, in like five years, that clip is going to be cut out of context. There's going to be news articles out saying, Brian Pappas hates his family. And my career will be completely destroyed. 
Actually, I really hope not. Like, I, I, I really hope life will be better in 2025. I'm not going to stay on this subject long, because I know, like everyone else, everyone is sick and tired of bad news every single day. But at this point in the year, I, I'm just waiting for news stories to come out where sharks have grown legs, and, and like 30% of the Earth's drinking water has somehow become explosive. It's, it's, it's gonna be something like that. This is the year where the government confirmed UFOs exist, and nobody cared. Nobody cared because it's boring in comparison. But as crazy as things have been, this isn't going to last forever. At some point, we'll get the situation figured out, and we'll return to some level of normalcy. Again, I'm a pretty positive person, so I, I really do believe this is something that's going to come sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, I'm just going to keep talking to myself in my closet so I can stay sane. All jokes aside, though, to everyone listening, I really do hope you're doing okay. It's certainly tough out there right now, but make sure you're taking care of yourself. Get some exercise from time to time. Try to go outside every single day. Vitamin D is extremely important, just in general, not even exclusively pertaining to the virus. And, and take an hour or two per day just to do something that you love. And if you're really struggling, reach out to a friend, a family member, or even me. You know, I'm happy to talk out any difficult situation that you're going through because I've been there myself. So just want to make sure everyone's doing okay out there. But that's enough sad stuff. You know what? I want to talk about sports. So, uh... Oh, uh, Patrick Mahomes got a 10-year contract. That's a... That's a long time. Oh, I, I watched the National Cornhole Tournament on the 4th of July. That was... That was really engrossing. And you know... Alright, this was a terrible subject change. Let's move on to my favorite holidays. Since it was just the 4th of July, I think that's a pretty good topic. So I love, like, tier lists, power rankings, basically anything that frames a subjective opinion as an objective fact. So coming up is Big Pappy's Top 5 Holidays. In order! Coming in at number 5 is Valentine's Day. Now I know this is a little bit of a controversial pick. A lot of people hate Valentine's Day, particularly because it's one of the most commercialized holidays. And I get it, I'm still single myself, but my current view of how much I love holidays has been completely shaped by what those holidays meant to me as a kid. And if it wasn't obvious, my family always put together the most incredible holidays, so I loved every single one. We celebrated Big Bird's birthday, I'm not joking. But I think my favorite aspect of Valentine's Day, aside from the chalky Valentine candy that I unironically find delicious, my favorite aspect of Valentine's Day is going back to elementary school and how you put your little store-bought Valentines in everyone's self-crafted boxes. I have such good memories from that that I actually kept a couple of my boxes, and I think I actually did it at the company I worked at a few years ago. I mean, I really haven't matured since I was about 12. But it's so exciting when you open up a Valentine and you see Jerry Seinfeld from the B movie. So I guess that would be a B. And he's just smiling at you and he's making a B pun. Like, B, my Valentine. It's just the cleverest thing in the world and it makes me feel special. I, I just have a lot of pleasant memories from Valentine's Day. And now, I drink wine. Coming in at number four, Easter. Three words. Easter egg hunt. Wow, I actually wasn't sure that was three words before I said that. Way to go, Brian. Again, I'm going to use the same argument of going back to my childhood and my 
favorite thing in the world was just going around our house or going around our backyard and finding as many Easter eggs as I possibly could, beating my siblings to the punch and finding the big egg that had money in it. There was a good 75 cents to a dollar in the biggest egg, so I would throw my brother over the fence to try to get that. Then, of course, there's a lot of candy. There's the Easter baskets. And I love dying Easter eggs. Like, I, I am horrible at creating art. Like, I guess as an actor, I'm technically an artist. But if I have to create something tangible and pretty, it's probably only going to turn out to be that first thing. But dying Easter eggs, and you get all those cool packs, you get to do different things, you, you get to put the little strips that you throw in boiling water and it automatically attaches to the egg, and it actually makes me feel like I'm a talented artist and I'm creating something actually good looking. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I'm a big fan of eggs. Number three, Thanksgiving. Woo! This list is full of controversies. So I know a lot of people would put Thanksgiving higher, and a lot of people would put Thanksgiving at number one. And I want to preface this by saying this is my number three favorite holiday. I adore it. I think it's great. I just think it's a tad bit overrated. Wait, before you turn off the podcast and throw your phone down in disgust, I adore the aspect of just being with your family, watching some football, and stuffing your faces. That's kind of what America's all about. And just slowing down and taking some time to reflect on what you're thankful for, that's a beautiful concept. That's something that we need to do more often and not just one time per year. But with that being said, there's not too much else to the holiday. A again, I totally hear the argument that that's all you need. But I'll say a lot of this goes back to my childhood and we had this awesome little tiny adorable feast in elementary school and I love that. But aside from that, I don't really have that many uh, amazingly fond childhood memories that stick out from Thanksgiving. So again, great holiday, just a tad bit overrated. And number two, Halloween. It's such a good holiday. I love this holiday. I eat the Count Chocula cereal. Man, I have so many good memories of Halloween. There was even one Halloween where it was just freezing, like literally below 32 degrees. It was pouring rain, and we went to our local mall because they had little stations set up that were giving out candy, and I have fond memories from that. And yes, being a theater kid, I love dressing up in different costumes. I was a Christmas tree. I was Bill Clinton. I was a Mario. I was Superman. I was Bane. And of course, I was Goku. There's just not much to dislike about Halloween. I'd always wanted to go to an amusement park during Halloween because they have all these really cool Halloween setups and haunted houses, and they have different themes on the rides. It just always looks so cool. And I never was able to do that until I finally went to Six Flags about four or five years ago. And it was just incredible. It was a little bit cold, but I loved it. I loved being on every single roller coaster and having that cold, sharp wind just pierce my skin. It was just a blast. And I think part of why I like Halloween more than Thanksgiving is because it has an atmosphere that Thanksgiving doesn't have. You can just feel the spooky, scary atmosphere all around you during the entire month of October. Of Febtober. Sorry, that's one of my favorite SNL skits. But I could just go on and on and on about so many different elements about why Halloween is so great. 
Already mentioned the costumes, already mentioned the candy. I love just going into the Halloween decoration stores and looking. I have way more Halloween decorations than I have for any other holiday. You literally have businesses that exclusively sell Halloween decorations and only pop up around Halloween. That's how passionate people are about this holiday. And again, I I just, I love the scary atmosphere. Even being a little bit of a Freddy cat myself, I got the PlayStation VR last year, and for Halloween, I played both Five Nights at Freddy's and Resident Evil 7 in VR. Resident Evil 7 in VR was probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. I beat the game, super proud of that, never doing that again. Oh man, I haven't even brought up haunted houses yet. So I mentioned previously that I don't get to see my family very much. Well, usually they'll come visit us once in the spring and once in the fall. And when they come to visit us in the fall season, it's usually a couple of weeks before Halloween. So the last few years, we've gone to a haunted house. And there are some incredible haunted houses around DFW. Like it's... It's like walking onto a live movie set. But that's not my favorite thing about the haunted houses. My favorite thing about going to a haunted house is because my 5'2", 100-pound mother is with me. And even when she's walking in between me and my brother, guess who all the haunted house actors want to scare? They will literally go around us just to scare my mom, and it's the funniest thing in the world. She hates it, but it's great. And we're not even actively trying to make that happen. Like, we're trying to protect her. But hey, that's what they do. They go after the person that looks the most scared. Which is weird, because they probably should go after me. I could make an entire podcast about why I love Halloween so much, but I'll leave it there, because I do want to get to the number one entry. Number one. Well, guys, from process of elimination, I'm sure you've already figured out what the number one entry is. That's right. My favorite holiday is Arbor Day. I've already made this really obvious in my personal life, on social media, and honestly, I talk about this every single day, but I just have this unending passion for trees. And the fact that there's a holiday where I can talk about my passion for trees, it's really one of the best feelings in the okay, it's Christmas. Yeah, I know, it's a cliche pick, but come on, guys. It's Christmas. What more do you need to say? I spent a lot of time in the last segment talking about atmosphere. The atmosphere around Christmas is unmatched. I'm sorry. And I get it. A lot of people dislike that Christmas music is overplayed. And I don't even necessarily know that it's a problem with playing too much Christmas music itself. I think it's the specific Christmas songs that they play. Last Christmas, you gave me my heart. Oh, holy night, the stars are something shining. And who could forget the classic, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I hate that song. It's probably my least favorite song in existence. So I totally understand the frustration there. But to me, that doesn't come close to overtaking my love for Christmas. Something I didn't touch on in the Halloween segment is how much TV specials and movies to a lesser extent enhance my love for the holiday that they're about. And and I would say there's a few Christmas TV specials out there. I think A Christmas Carol has had a couple of interpretations. And on top of that, I'm a sucker for lights. Like, literally just pretty lights. I don't have a gambling problem, but if you put me in Vegas, there's going to be a huge problem there just because of all the lights. I I love seeing buildings and houses just lit up and and horse carriages taking people around downtown. I keep saying this word, but atmosphere. And there's something so powerfully nostalgic about it. When you look at it logically, 
it's not that great. You have to stress out, spend a lot of money getting gifts for everyone, wrapping all of those gifts, getting everything done by a very strict timeline, and it's the most commercialized holiday out there, and businesses certainly take advantage of that. But that's not how I look at Christmas. I choose to maintain the memory of being a six-year-old waking up on Christmas after staying up till midnight, which in a six-year-old's mind lasts about three years. But my mom would wake me up early. There'd be a roaring fire going. Santa had come. The stockings were fully stuffed. There were presents out from our parents the night before, but the big stuff that wasn't there before? Santa brought that. The milk and cookies we left out for Santa? It was gone, but there were a few crumbs left. That's the kind of memory I always come back to during Christmas season. And that same love of Christmas and holidays that my mom instilled in me, one day I want to give that same feeling to my kids. Now, there was one year where Santa wrote me a letter about a gift that he couldn't get me. And for some reason, he misspelled Pokemon four times. Still haven't figured out why that is, but I'll make sure he corrects that with my kids. But yeah, just like Halloween, I could do a full podcast just on Christmas. It's not always the case, but I I do feel like people are nicer and kinder and more understanding to each other during Christmas time. And boy, I'll tell you, we could use more of that Christmas spirit right about now. I hope you guys enjoyed the segment. This is Big Pappy signing off. Don't worry. Be peppy. Don't worry, be peppy now. Hoo 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 hoo